Hey, happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Damon D here. Welcome to the Under Review Show. Brought to you by the good people of BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, where you can bet online. Think about that for tagline, hey? Wrote it right into their title. Genius. Of course, the good people at BetOnline give us all the odds and crap that we use on the show to make awesome things happen. In today's show, we're going to do something very crazy. It's going to feel weird, but you know what? Hang on tight. Lube up, because we're going to have a great time, okay? Football season's starting. Yeah, football (laughs) season's here. Oh, no. I don't know what to do with myself or about myself. So uh, in today's Friday show, we're going to do a Friday football review. Uh, We're just going to run through um, a quick medium-sized to quick run-through of uh, week one odds and some futures really quick. So I'm not going to kill you, waste your time, but this is a week out. If you're listening to this, going to the weekend and you're at the gym, we're just going to run through some odds. I'm going to give some quick insight into each of them, but we're not, we're not doing anything super crazy here. Um, there's a ton of shit up at bet online though. This is, you can get regular season, uh, props, team wins, uh, uh, the win totals, playoff specials already, the final standings of each division, um, the player futures are up. You can just dive in, dive in that. This is the time to get in on your, your, your player futures. Um, even the draft, even the draft stuff is up right now. Okay. So let's be very, very clear. We're just going to rip through, um, the regular season right now, week one, we're going to check out, um, our week one odds for basically every single game, um, run through them. And, and I, I always love to do this because um, we know that there is a middle, the middle percentile of teams are going to be so completely different than we imagined them um, by midseason and then completely different as we imagined them by, uh, by the end of the season. I do a thing. I, I set a calendar reminder of on my phone for um, the middle of October. So only like six, six, seven weeks into the season, the middle of October. And all the calendar reminder pops up does every, I've done this for like five years, was, oh my God, this is the craziest NFL season ever. Because every year you say that. Now we forget by now. By, by, by the time we go full circle and we come around here, we forget that every season is absolutely batshit crazy for what happens with team. I'm not talking about like crazy like controversies and shit like that. I'm talking just simply some teams go south, some teams go north, some teams don't do what they're supposed to do, some teams do the opposite. Uh, quarterbacks go crazy off the charts and we're talking about Ryan Fitzmagic throwing set records and you're just going, holy shit, this guy's out of his mind and then he's just a dumpster fire by midseason. And it's not even like it takes the whole year. We go like six weeks, holy crap. And then we go another four weeks and we go, oh my God, it's all fucked up again. And then we go another, four, you know what I mean? And then, and then it, it doesn't ever really settle until like week 12 when you kind of have an understanding of what the hell's going on in the league. Um, but that reminder is a great reminder of just how exciting and nuts the whole season um, can and will be. Um, like, shoot, I'm just looking on NFL Network the other night and they're playing, um, NFL games and playing, uh, uh, the week nine game or 10 game, um, the, uh, who was it? Baltimore versus New England. I'm looking at New England. Yeah, they were eight and oh at that time. Remember they were absolutely freaking destroying teams. The defense was scoring more than the entire Cincinnati Bengals offense. It was nuts. Um, but then Brady wasn't doing anything too. Like their offense, they had no, they had nobody. They had absolutely nobody. Um, everyone's getting injured. They're signing Antonio Brown. Remember all this crap? It's like, uh, you, you think back and then you go, by the way, they were undefeated 
they were they were like everyone was saying they're just going to run this run the table like it's insane how good they are and then they lose to the Titans and they 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 get kicked out of the freaking home home um, throughout the playoffs and they get kicked out of a bye week and then they have to go in the wild card and then they lose to the Titans it's it's insane this is insanity and then Tom Brady leaves because of it probably. You know where I'm at here. You know where my head's at. And that's why uh, we just got to get excited about it. I'm pretty jacked up about the NFL season. So we're going to do a quick preview because um, starting next week, the aftermath comes on. So the aftermath is an episode where I bring a couple of fellow sports bettors on and we wager um, on, a, on a couple of games each. So, sorry, we, we, we wager on the same games um, together. Okay. And we have games on the board. We wager on them together and then we just tally our results and the aftermath every week every Tuesday we get on and we talk about how we got our asses kicked or how we absolutely dominated every single week and uh, and we make a tally we make a bunch of money for you during the season it's a ton of fun the guys are great um, but it's a great way to look at the real everyone moves on right um, the talking heads on TV are never accountable nobody ever goes on you know the pregame show and says hey uh, you know, Terry Bradshaw, let's talk about how abysmally terrible your picks were last week. By the way, those guys aren't even picking against the spread and they're for the most part abysmal. Nobody does that, but we do that. On the aftermath, we just talk about where we went wrong, what happened. Maybe we're going to learn a little something. Maybe at the end of the day, you're going to walk away a better person for realizing how crappy we are as professionals. So, in anticipation of that, let's just go through um, what week one looks like in the NFL so we can look back and go, oh my God, holy crap, what a clusterfuck. Um, Thursday, September 10th, the Houston Texans um, on the road facing the Kansas City Chiefs. Coming off a Super Bowl, comeback Super Bowl, Super Bowl victory. Mahomes, the billion, half a billion dollar man, half a bill. This is the new era. By the way, I could do an entire podcast on how undervalued quarterbacks have been in the league for about six, seven years now, um, that their, the, their, their, their importance, the percentage of salary compared to their percentage of uh, importance to the team was skewed so greatly bad, so bad that um, we knew something was going to happen. We knew a $50 million a year person was on their way. And we started seeing it with guys like Kirk Cousins. They're getting all this money. You're like, holy shit, like, what's happening? But what was happening is, is the, the, the pendulum was swinging. They had to catch up. Um, and, uh, and, it's, and we knew, I knew, I'm sure we could dig up an episode where I was like, it's going to swing so far back the other way that they're going to eat up so much of the salary cap because the, the sheer importance of these top-tier guys to the success of a team far outweighs what they were getting. To fact that, like... You know, you had guys, even great guys, only making $20, 25000000 million a year. It was so low, even though it's insane to say that's a low number, but it was so low in comparison. So um, it started, though. The floodgates started, like it was like the dam started breaking, cracks were coming through, and there's you know, water shooting out, water shooting out, and then it just took Mahomes to come in and set a precedent and blow that shit up. We're going to have $60, 70000000 million a year quarterbacks very, very soon. And they're going to be crappy ones, too. Like, not everybody's going to be a Mahomes. We know that. But then you just know that they're going to be like, well, this is the standard. This is the thing. Like, when you get franchised in, in two years from now, after a bunch of these contracts come through, when you get franchised, um, you're going to franchise guys. Like, Kirk Cousins was making, like, 20-something. There's going to be guys that are making 50 off a of franchise for one year. It's insane. Anyways, let's get into it. I, I totally forgot about the game. 
Chiefs, nine and a half point home faves against the Houston Texans. Um, that's kind of crazy. Money line on that is minus 435. 10 points in the NFL is a lot of freaking points. Uh, Houston Texans are like this. Like, come on, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about um, like the Houston Texans for a second. Did they just deserve to be slighted this <laughs> this badly? First game of the season. I know everybody's really really excited about them, but they they're like, I mean, they're the Houston freaking Texans here. They're not just they're, they're not the 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 Chargers. You know what I mean? They won their division. I mean, albeit at ten and six, but they won the division last year. You know what I mean? This is not a uh, a, a rollover and die team, but I guess according to the uh, the odds makers right now, they are. Ugh. I don't know. I know they're going to come out really, really stoked, but uh, tons of value on Houston for that. Let's move to Sunday. Dolphins, Patriots. Kick it off, Patriots, six-point home favorites. Cam Newton, uh, most likely going to be, uh, well, he is the starter, actually. Not most likely. is is the starter there. Um, you got you got a Sony Michelle put a bunch of weight on. Ugh. Um, what they dumped, <laughs> they lost everybody, right? Um, you got you got uh, uh, Muhammad Sanu just out. He just sucks so bad. They're like, you just got you got to go. You got to go, man. We're we're out of here. Um, Cam Newton is a quarterback. Uh, yeah, Sony Michelle's big um, because Damian Harris uh, hurt his finger. He's gonna need to be gone. You got a few familiar faces in there, but uh, and Kill Harry gonna step up because he didn't. He played like you know three games last year. I don't know. Six point favorites though sounds about right at home for the Patriots because that's just where they go um, and beat up on the Dolphins. But I mean, I don't know. Once again, everybody says it right. It's the cliche of the NFL. It truly is that like as long as you have Bill in your corner, you anything can happen. Um, you're gonna be fine, but uh, maybe they're not gonna be fine. No practices. You know, Belichick really believed in those one-on-ones with other teams. He'd always invite, like, Titans and stuff, all his old former cronies. Um, you know what I'm getting at. This is a scary one. Browns at Ravens. Ravens, eight-and-a-half-point favorites. So, two years in a row, two chokes. Lamar, though, like, you got to get... There's something like the man strength, but then there's also, like, man presence that exists in the NFL. You got to kind of get slapped around a little bit before... And you'll go either way. You'll go north or south. You look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, who were young, upstart, scrappy as hell, um, uh, made it to an AFC championship game, you know? And then and then you go one, one of two directions, right? You either uh, do what they did, and you just can't handle it anymore, and you think you're too good, and then you actually suck. Um, and then you just turn into an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, but then the, the Baltimore Ravens, who, uh, who pulled out their bootstraps, had a better year. Um, you learn a lot. And if you are willing to learn, you get better. And uh, I, I think they're going to be better this year. I don't, I don't think... People are kind of writing them off as an afterthought here, but uh, I think they'll be a very good team. Um, Browns are supposed to be a lot better with Baker and the team there. Um, I don't know what the hell's going on in Cleveland. Eight and a half point road, fit, uh, road underdogs, though, against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, two healthy teams. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't know if the Browns can stop Lamar. That's just what's going to happen there. They probably might have a, fun, a few flashes, but... Uh, and FC is about right. Jets at Bills, big AFC Eats division. Um, everyone's talking about the Bills just taking over the division this year. Defense is just too good. Um, Jets have... <laughs> I, you know, at least the Jets have a direction that they're going. They've decided on a direction. And that's more than you can have asked of them in many previous years. The Jets at least have something going for them. That's the good thing. So imagine that. Right now, they're six-and-a-half-point road underdogs versus the Buffalo Bills. 
Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to score on the Bills, and I think a touchdown... Jeez, these are big odds. These are three games in a row that are just high odds just for a season opener. Generally, bookmakers aren't this confident in teams yet, right? Like, week one is so tough because they usually just keep it pretty tight and nobody wants to give up any of any of this. They don't really know what's going on. But you got three in a row. You got, you got, a, you got a season opener at nine. You got six. You got eight and a half. And you got six and a half of the first four games that are on the board for the season. I'm scared of all of these except for... Yeah, I'm scared of all of them. Um, though the, the, the Jets getting blown out by a touchdown on the road is just... I mean, that... That's a win for them, if it's a touchdown, frankly. That's a W. The Las Vegas, officially the Las Vegas Raiders on the road playing the Carolina Panthers. Um, yeah, this is going to be a weird one. Right now, the Panthers are two-and-a-half-point home underdogs, uh, right, versus the, uh, the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, the Raiders sold their souls, right? Completely sold their souls to the, the not to the devil, but they sold their souls to the draft picks. They've been blowing up. Gruden's just been absolutely destroying that team um, just to get picks. You know, everybody from Khalil Mack to, like, you just you name it. Um, they've been actually just completely decimating that squad to build up. And now they've got to start seeing some dividends. They were better. I had a few, there were a few weeks last year that I thought the Raiders were probably going to make a run. They had the schedule in their favor at the end of the season to make a playoff, to make a wild card. And that would have been a massive, massive win for them. They choked it out at the end. They should have done it. They lost to some really stupid teams. But um, I think the uh, um, the Raiders, this is this is the time. We're going to see some great things out of them. And to only be less than a field goal faves on the road against the Panthers, um, I mean, I know they have one guy to stop. Uh, that's good. Like, I, I'm hot on the Raiders. I'm high on the Raiders, you guys, just for now. There's some, there's some really key, key, players there a solid quarterback play a great tight end um we'll see seahawks on the road facing the atlanta falcons as one point road favorites i don't know how to handicap the seattle seahawks they play the worst style of football i can ever imagine uh they just signed uh josh gordon which is awesome actually that they signed josh gordon um i really hope that guy does awesome because he can be awesome um I don't know if he'll play. I think he's still suspended, I think. I don't know. I just saw the ticker go by, but uh, he's signed to Seattle. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, though, I, I mean, a team not in disarray. They still have all of the pieces, right? They've got all the pieces. That's what you look at with the Atlanta. You go you, every week. You go, they, well, they've got all the pieces to do what they can do, don't they? I mean, 7-9 and nine last year was not all the pieces coming together, but it was definitely all of the pieces. Um, still the same thing. We need a carbon copy year there. Um, and Seattle, you know, by the way, they have just this uncanny ability to overachieve. That's just what they, what they, what they do. They shouldn't have done what they did last year. One on the road, won a playoff game against Philly. Imagine that they weren't, they're in a rebuild year. They like, no doubt about it. Rebuild year. No, no rebuild year. Um, yeah, I like Seattle all day as, as to go on the road and, and beat up on the Falcons. They are just scrappy and that's how they play. Uh, Eagles, Redskins. Philly is uh, six and a half point road favorites against the Washington Redskins. Uh, like that line exactly where it is. Bears, Lions. Say they're not going to pick uh, their quarterback until uh, till next week. Um, if Trubisky's in, um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Don't do that, guys. How about you just don't do that? He had a shot. He had a shot, right? What do you want to see in the first two years of a rookie quarterback? It just flashes of brilliance. 
I see moments where you go, oh, do that. That was great. Do that again. Trubisky had some moments, but he just never repeated them. It, it was never this consistent flash of brilliance. Right? You'd see something happen, and you'd go, okay, there it is. There it is. Back that. Let's put that in the file and say, Mitch, this is great. We're going to do more of those. Right? And the whole idea is like you, you, you just continue to accumulate flashes of brilliance and integrate the ones that you've done into your current play. So they're not even flashes of brilliance. They're just how you play. He just didn't. He would just forget about the old thing that was really cool that you saw him do. Wow, you run. And you throw on the run really well. That's awesome. And then he just doesn't do that. And it's like, oh, oh, you can't throw to the left at all, ever. You can't never throw across your body. You can't do that. Oh, you did it once. Then you just forgot about it. Uh, if he's starting, um, go Detroit all day. Detroit minus three, home favorite. Bit pretty even game there. I think the bookies are waiting for it. We'll see what changes if he doesn't get picked here as the top uh, guy. How about the Colts? Um, going on the road facing the Jags as minus seven and a half favorites. That's just a fun. That's fun. Uh, wow, Jacksonville, what a way to go. Like, you for a moment there, you know, were like, wow, this is this is really a, uh, a team you're putting together here. This defense is something serious. You know, they had the, the, the Bortle mania going on for a minute. Hey, this isn't too bad. There's something going, blah, blows up. No discipline, just uh, just just terrible head office. That's what it comes down to on that. They try to even hire the guy, the the taskmaster, Mister Disciplinarian himself, and then had to fire him because he's a thousand years old. Nobody listened to him. Wild. A uh, Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings. Vikings two and a half point home favorites over uh, the Green Bay Packers. Guys, the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a good year this year. He had a pedestrian season for Aaron Rodgers last year pedestrian. Now, my concern with a guy like that, though, is between the ears because we know he will run a head coach out of town. He'll do that. You know? Give him the opportunity. He, he'll get sn- snarky. He'll get all snarky with people and not be a, not be a really good good teammate guy. Right? We know, And then he'll get pouty and then he'll just play crappy or he'll just do it himself. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine that's what it sounds like. I'm just going to do it myself. Um, but happy and happy Rogers is good. And then they went and drafted a quarterback and he reacted to it, obviously, because he's a very sensitive guy. Um, so I think he's, he's, he has a revenge year for last year. I think he's going to have a revenge year. They won a couple of games too, in a way that was just like, he was really, really, really happy with what was going on. Really? He's really, really happy. Um, but in terms of just his production, his yardage production, um, and just, Overall, I think he's going to have a great year, a better year than last year. By the way, pedestrian, when I say that, it's only for Aaron Rodgers. He didn't, he didn't you know, wow too, too many people, but he's going to be great. And a uh, good division matchup. Two, uh, field goal makes it tough, but uh, I think we're going to see a big Rodgers show here. Chargers, Bengals. Chargers favored over the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I don't think you say that in a weird way because uh, the Chargers being favored, this might be the only time we see it all season. It truly might, might be. Uh, it's fun watching them on Hard Knocks, right? Because Hard Knocks does a great job being like, hey, look at the cool, good things happening around here, right? Signed guys. We signed guys here. Our coach had COVID. Nope. That's going to be a tough one. But they're favored over the Bengals. So this is the inaugural toilet bowl of week one. Cardinals, 49ers, Niners, seven-point home favorites against the Cardinals. How will Garoppolo react to failure? His truly 
failed failure the first time in his career. He's just, he's actually failed. And he looked, he had a chance to win it. He, that throw, that was open. He had it and he just, he missed it. He missed an easy touchdown late to just win. He was, he, he's, he failed. So how's he going to react to it? What's he going to do? He was riding a wave. And uh, maybe the wave was too high of a wave. You know? At least Mahomes, who came out like gangbusters and was riding a high, got his lunch served to him a little bit by Tom for a couple years by Brady and, uh, and, and Belichick, right? And it, and, it, and it showed him, and he just reacted and moved on. But he didn't just go, like, to the Super Bowl, though. And then lose like, that's just devastating. Especially a game you were, you were out playing and winning this game. And then it just all fell apart. Eesh, that is tough. That is a tough pill to swallow, ladies and gentlemen. How does he react? I don't think he reacts minus seven well. That high. It's true. Buccaneers, Saints. Bucks. oh my God. Big division matchup. Um, the Buccaneers got Leonard Fournette. By the way, the odds um, for the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl as soon as they signed Fournette, unchanged. Like, at all. Did not move at all. <laughs> Let's just give you an idea of like, oh my God, everyone's freaking out. Tom Brady's got a running back now. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not going to matter. Uh, by the way, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had, uh, I believe, the second worst defense in the entire NFC last season. And he's go they're going up against the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, they're going to be hype. They're no. Saints, minus three and a half, big time. Unless, like, the Gronk-Brady thing goes bananas. And, you know, I will tell you this, that the Saints haven't seen a lot of these guys. And it's going to be something crazy. He's really freaking good at football. Um, and they're saying, like, Brady's sharp as ever. You got a guy that's landing there a week before the season starts. The impact from Fournette's going to be negligible. They're just going to run him and bang him around, I think. I think. They do have an offense, but they just can't stop. You're going to stop these guys, okay? They're all insane. Alvin Kamara's not going anywhere, people. Kamara's not going anywhere. Cowboys. Rams. Cowboys are two and a half point... Two and a half point um, favorites against the LA Rams. LA Rams had a bad year last year. I don't know how they're going to react to this. They lost Gurley. I don't know who they are. I don't. I, don't, I think they're. I think they're, they're. Are they done? I think they might be. I think they might be last year for McVeigh and the crew, and then they're just have to blow this bad boy up. Yep. That's what I say. They're two and a half point underdogs. I give them Dallas all day because Dallas. Dallas high scoring offense, I think, in the league, the entire uh, yardage for yardage, um, the entire season last year. Aaron Donald's just not going to save you your bacon every single day, guys. And then Monday doubleheader, uh, the Steelers uh, at the Giants. Steelers at four point favorites. Bounce back here for Ben. Huge. It's just going to happen. He's healthy. Hasn't been healthy probably in four years. Like let's be perfectly honest. He takes so much contact. He's never had this much time off. He's a healthy, dude. Um, and a healthy Ben is 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 terrifyingly good. Um, I know the Giants had some hope and dreams post Eli era officially, officially official. Uh, Steelers four point road favorites, love it. And then finally the Titans at the Broncos. Um, Tennessee Titans, man, wild and woolly. The Tennessee Titans plus one and a half point underdogs heading on the road to Denver. It's a tough one. I'm probably not going to touch this. I don't know about this Titans team. Uh, Vrabel is a hell of a coach. He's, he is a hell of a coach. They're doing a hell of a lot of cool things. They're taking all the cast-offs from the Patriots. Smart, smart, smart. Doing some smart things. And formula, they've put a damn good team together. 
And uh, that game, that confidence that they gained from beating the Patriots in the playoffs, man, that's something else. So uh, that's a tough one. I don't know too much about either of these teams. I would, if, if you asked me the odds, I would have said Titans plus, minus three, actually. I know they're going on the road here. But in, in, is Mile High going to be the full three points right now? I don't know. I don't think so. There you have it. There you have it. There's your week one. There's your week freaking one. And let's do a quick, before I let you go, uh, quick futures. Let's see who are, where, where the standings are right now, guys. Let's see who's going to win the Super Bowl. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Um, no, it's only it's not about the Super Bowl here, guys. Um, it's not who's going to win it. It's who's giving you the best value. The Chiefs are favored at plus 600. But the Baltimore Ravens are right there with plus 650. Saints, by the way, are the NFC. Top team in the NFC, um, along with San Francisco. Top teams in the NFC um, with San Francisco, 10 to 1, plus 1,000. Um, the Bucks, though, I can't believe they're this high at, uh, at plus 1,200. Uh, Cowboys at plus 1,400. And the Seahawks very high at plus 1,600. I might just put money on them right now, guys. Um... Let's look at your way, way down the list kind of teams um, who normally need to be on top. It's like the New England Patriots. Um, I don't even think they're on the board right now. <laughs> no, they're not. I'm looking at the board. They're not even on the board right now. Um, oh, there they are. Yeah, plus 2,200. They've not been like that since like 1997. This is insane, you guys. <laughs> plus 2,200. Um, yeah, not looking good for them. The Bills, um, I mean, they're the highest AFC East team are still the Patriots there. Uh, Bill's right behind him at plus 2,500. Um, and some of your uh, some of your value guys, like the Steelers. Steelers going to have a comeback here. I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl, though, guys. There you have it. Head to betonline.ag. You can get all of those odds. They're going to change drastically, you guys, over the next week when cuts come down um, in, in a couple days when they start uh, releasing guys. We're going to get a real, real feel for what's going to happen on Thursday. I can't wait. Football's here. This has been the Under Review Show. Uh, head to betonline.ag, get all the odds and lines there, place your bets now on all of these futures and week one odds. And of course, you can find us on Spotify, Podcast One, on the iTunes, yada yada, lacky yakety schmackety. I'm Damon D. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, happy weekend, everybody. Adios, muchachos.